Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Chris Jericho has signed a new multi-year AEW contract. MJF has called his shot regarding the AEW World Championship. And on top of that, we have a big Ring of Honor update, the next pay-per-view, and maybe some TV news as well. But of course, we're going to start things off by talking about Hangman Page and his injury status. I'm Andy. This is What Culture Wrestling News, flying solo today. Let's get into this Hangman Page stuff because that's uh, the big story today, of course. Last night's AEW Dynamite, he was facing John Moxley in the main event, World Championship on the line. He suffered what looked like a nasty injury. Uh, it's since been cleared that this was a concussion. So the wrestling, they go about 15 minutes or so. I didn't have my stopwatch out or whatever, um, but it was really brisk. It was really hard hitting. Uh, I think Moxley was busted open before they even got into the ring. It started outside. There was some brawling. Um, and we got to the point where Moxley was charging with the, the Bulldog Lariat that is always, you know, such an impactful move because both guys usually go colliding into each other. Um, and a total accident happens here. Hangman goes down. He's limp pretty much as soon as he hits the mat. He, he goes stiff and immediately it looks like a worrying situation. Uh, now, referee Paul Turner is immediately on top of this situation, checking on Hangman, seeing what's going on. He calls AEW medic Dr. Michael Sampson into the ring. Moxley backs off while the officials do the necessary checks. And a just a few seconds later, really, the match is called off. It's a referee stoppage. Hangman unable to continue, and the match is called in John Moxley's favour. After this, Hangman is stretchered out. It's reported by Dave Meltzer, or he's confirmed, sorry, on Twitter, that he was at least able to flash a thumbs up to the crowd as he was being stretchered out, Hangman was. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean anything with regards to injury status, but it's always, at the very least, a little bit reassuring. So, yeah, worrying scene playing out here for sure. Um, but there's more to it. You know, further details have emerged. There was all kinds of reports from all kinds of outlets coming through about Hangman being taken to hospital. Fightful were on top of the coverage, uh, PW Insider as well. Um, but AEW eventually came through with a statement, which is good because a lot of people were really worried about this real situation and the way Hangman kind of went down. I'll read their statement to you. Uh, Hangman Adam Page was taken tonight by medical personnel to a Cincinnati trauma center and diagnosed with a concussion. Uh, he was discharged but will remain in AEW's concussion protocol. AEW and Hangman Page are grateful for the exemplary response and care of staff and local medical personnel and are appreciative of the love and support of his fans everywhere. So yeah, I mean, if you've been on social media or Reddit, which aggregates all this kind of stuff, you'll have seen response 
responses from all kinds of wrestlers, ranging from MJF to people who aren't even in AEW, just wishing Hangman well. And we echo that sentiment, of course. Look, it's a young guy, young family. I just had a kid, of course, took time off for that. Um, it's always nasty seeing people go down this way, but particularly uh, when it's someone in Hangman's situation with that family, with, you know, he's a young dude as well. He's younger than me. Um, all the best to him. Hope his recovery is swift. And hope his concussion isn't too bad. You know, these things are extremely variable. You can be concussed and be out for a couple of weeks, or you can be concussed and never wrestle again. Uh, you know, not to raise anyone's worry on things like this, but they are, like I said, extremely variable. So we wish him all the best. Um, the medical team did a great job in their response. You know, this wasn't no... Uh, they, they were right on top of it. Dr. Michael Sampson was in there. Turner did his job excellently. Uh, Chris Nowinski actually tweeted, he, of course, former wrestler, uh, leading concussion research guy, he's co-founder of the Concussion Legacy Foundation. He tweeted, sending positive thoughts to Hangman. This was a high, this was not a high-risk move, sorry. Something went wrong. Referee Paul Turner is trained to recognize a concussion or a possible neck injury and stopped the match. Uh, Dr. Sampson was ringside and there in seconds gives us the best chance for a good outcome. So yeah, man, once again, just, you know, credit to the team for responding so swiftly and decisively. All the best to Hangman. You know, hope this isn't too severe. Really worrying situation nonetheless. And uh, yeah, hopefully he's back before long because it's just a rough, rough time. Uh, we're going to move on to another AEW story. Lots of AEW stuff on today's video. Chris Jericho signed a new deal uh, with the company. Three years. He is, of course, a day one guy in AEW. He was the first world champion. Le Champion. Loved that reign. Loved that era. But yeah, AEW broke this news. They issued a statement. Big press release came out yesterday. But it was covered by Variety as well. It was, you know, timed. They had the exclusive. But yeah, Jericho's going to be there until December 2025 at the absolute, you know, late earliest. Who knows if he'll sign another new deal a couple of years from now. Um, but as well as being an in-ring on-screen talent, he's going to take on increased responsibilities behind the scenes as well as a producer and creative advisor. Um, so I think, you know, there's some comments from Tony Khan, some comments from Jericho himself as well. All positive, all good. I think, uh, you know, sometimes Sometimes Jericho's creative isn't for everybody, uh, you know, particularly last year. Um, a lot of, you know, mixed reviews of some of the stuff he was putting out there, I think it's safe to say. But at his very best, he's been a massive compliment to the program. Le Champion was excellent, key in establishing the AEW World title as an important thing that needs to be won. And in 2022, he's had some really great matches as well uh, with guys like Eddie Kingston. I thought he was great in the, the six-man tag that opened Forbidden Door. Bunch of great stuff. You can sit here and go, I oh, shouldn't have beaten Eddie here and maybe he shouldn't have beaten Brian Danielson there. But at the same time, uh, you can see why AEW invests so much stock in him. He's been a very important figure for that promotion and of course as you know someone who's so tenured in wrestling he's been doing this for like 500 years um, certainly about as long as I've been alive anyway uh, I you can see what he'd have to pass down to the next generation as well in that backstage role so positive news across the board for me uh, MJF last night on Dynamite he called his shot for the AEW World Champion he is of course uh, he, he's got the chip he's the man with the chip he returned it all out he won the casino ladder match almost called it the battle royale there different match Andy you dummy um, he won that as the Joker baby in the words of Michael Sidgwick um and he's been holding on to it ever since he's been teasing the cash in we've seen him in the rafters in the suite holding on to this thing checking his phone you know hamming it up loving life 
uh, calling the shots, but he actually straight up called it last night. We got a lengthy in-ring segment from him and William Regal. It was tremendous stuff. If you want my full thoughts on that, check out my review, AEW Ups and Downs, on the website. I do the written version. Simon Miller does the video version. Good stuff. Two different perspectives on what was a good show. Injury issues aside, of course. So that kind of spurred what came later in the evening. It was all about MGF feeling uh, let down by Regal, who didn't follow up on the tryout he had in WWE, and Regal going, you shortcut, your way to the top all the time, don't do that, earn it. Earn it, dude. Uh, later, MGF comes out after Paige versus Moxley, shirt off, fired up, I'm gonna earn it. I'm calling my shot now, me and you, full gear, I'm gonna win that belt from you, seemingly fair and square. Moxley cut a little promo afterwards, but yeah, it's an example of taking that lengthy in-ring promo uh, and using it to deliver something later in the night. It's kind of this one-night storyline that'll now become a multi-week, multi-show storyline. Um, obviously, quality is in the eye of the beholder, but I thought this was excellent. And again... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Well, my in-depth thoughts on that, check out the article. Probably uploaded around about the same time as this video, so it'll be waiting for you. And in our final proper news story of the day, uh, let's talk about Ring of Honor a little bit. This has been um, 
An interesting topic online recently. I think, you know, Ring of Honor has six championships. They're on AEW TV. Uh, AEW represents Ring of Honor a lot. You get guys like uh, Bobby Cruz and Ian Riccoboni coming over to do commentary and ring announcing. You get uh, former personnel are on screen. You've got guys like Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli calling back to their days in that company. Ring of Honor's everywhere. And some would argue that this is to the detriment of AEW. Log jams the programming a little bit. I think it's an interesting conversation. But there's some positive news here that will maybe ease things up a little bit. First of all, Final Battle 2022, that's going to be the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view and the third since Tony Khan took ownership of the brand in March. It goes down on the 10th of December, it's a Saturday, special 4pm start time, maybe they're trying to avoid clashing with the UFC that day, maybe they're not, maybe they just want to have an early afternoon show, who knows, but it's going down then. 10th of December, this was announced on last night's Dynamite. Good stuff for me. Uh, Supercard of Honor and Death Before Dishonor this year were both really good, so I'm looking forward to this. Should be fun. Um, now, also, interestingly, Tony Khan was interviewed yesterday or by uh, Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso. You've probably been sitting here wondering for a while, man, what are they going to do with Ring of Honor? Are they getting TV? What's going on? Why, why, where's the announcement? Chiefs, what's, what's happening? Well, Tony said this. He didn't full-on announce a TV show or anything like that, but he did say... Um, and this is a quote. We'll have great news soon about Ring of Honor weekly shows. The success of Death Before Dishonor on pay-per-view has ensured there will be more Ring of Honor pay-per-views. Our goal is to have one more great Ring of Honor pay-per-view in 2022 and then follow up with a weekly show in 2023. So there you go. Final battle is that one final pay-per-view of 2022, unless they do one on like New Year's Eve or something, which they're not going to do, obviously. Uh, and then maybe some news regarding a TV show will be forthcoming, whether that's a full-on network show or if it's... It's like a YouTube thing. Who knows? We'll find out soon. I think uh, this is a move in the right direction, however. And our first question actually revolves around Ring of Honor. So let's move over to those. Um, for this week's questions, we did something a little bit different. We didn't call on Twitter as we do every other day. We used our community page on YouTube. Uh, and we got a great response to this. So who knows? Maybe it's something we'll do more often. But we'll be back with Twitter tomorrow. Don't worry about that, guys. If you follow us on Twitter, if you interact with us there, we'll get you the rest of the week. But moving over to the comments from the YouTube community section. Uh, our first question here comes from Winfield Moslington, who asks the following. If, as many of us hope, the heavy Ring of Honor involvement in AEW programming is simply a holding pattern pending a forthcoming TV deal, once the brand splits off, would you have any cross-pollination of rosters like trades, call-ups, super shows, or would you have a total clean break? Also, question for Andy, is the eel a heel? Yes, he is, because he didn't show up for work today. Total prick, the eel's brother, the eel. Um, but yeah, to get to your question, um, hopefully a TV show is coming. And hopefully this is just a holding pattern because I think AEW programming could definitely use a bit of breathing space that would be enabled by maybe some of the Ring of Honor content going from Dynamite and Rampage onto its own thing. I think that would be very beneficial to both shows, although I, I think it's an important debate to have as well. Do wrestling fans have room in their schedule, time, you know, patience, all of that to dedicate to another weekly wrestling show? We'll find out if this thing comes to life. Anyway, uh, for me, I would prefer that these things are kept relatively separate. I think we've had a lot of mixing recently and it hasn't necessarily been good. Although there's definitely been some good stuff in there. Uh, in there, I, like, I, I love Warjo, for example, even though you could argue that it's not great for the Ring of Honor TV and AWTNT titles. But there's some good and there's some bad. And I think if you kept them separate, that would clear that up. You have Ring of Honor over here. You have AEW over here. Maybe once a year or, or every now and then or whatever, you can send people back and forth. But I certainly wouldn't do it as like a formal 
draft or anything like that. I would keep them separate. I would let Ring of Honor establish its own clear identity, let it be its own thing, let it feel like something separate and independent from Dynamite and Rampage. I think that's key for its success. It has to feel fresh and different. But, you know, a yearly super show a la Forbidden Door or whatever you want to call it would be a lot of fun. Um, because if they're kept separate, you're going to have an appetite to see Ring of Honor wrestlers face AEW wrestlers because they don't interact a lot. That's how I would do it, but I'm not a billionaire wrestling promoter. Uh, maybe I'm totally wrong. Let us know what you think in the comments section below. Uh, moving on to our second question today it comes from Wernick Nagel, who asks, uh, how long do you think it will take for this new Bray Wyatt story to really start taking shape and we know what kind of trajectory it's going in? So... Yeah, I've thrown this in here because there's a lot of interesting discussion going around surrounding Bray Wyatt. He's clearly attracting a lot of interest to the WWE product at the moment as well. I think that in-ring promo that he delivered on Friday was was really like a, a sharp turn. I don't think many would have expected him to kind of show up as Bray Wyatt, the guy, as like Wyndham Rotunda. Um, and then kind of explain, unpack some human stories and, and the things he's been going through for the past year and then bring it back to the wrestling program with the, 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 the mask stuff on the Titantron. Um, I'm not laughing because I think it sucked or anything, don't get me wrong. I, I'm just, I'm into this, man. It's fun. Um, I think this is going to be a slow-burning thing. I don't think they're going to jump into any crazy wackiness straight away. I think they're going to play with the struggle within this guy. Um, that was certainly the implication coming out of this segment um, with with the, the, the Titan Strong, the mask, all of that good stuff coming into play late on. So I don't think he's going to go for the world title or anything like that. I think he's going to be his own separate thing. I think they're going to try and hope this continues as like a drawing thing out with the Roman Reigns picture because... It has been so far. Uh, the big question with this is whether or not they can continue to keep that momentum going. Certainly hope so. Want all companies to do well, man. It's a good thing across the board. So, yeah, I, I think it'll be kind of like an internal struggle type storyline for Brave. I don't necessarily see titles or anything like that being involved, but I do see it. You know, the intent will be to make it a marquee, I think. Uh, and I hope they're able to establish that because the more big things that are going on that we can talk about and that we can discuss and we can debate and merits, good and bad and all of that stuff, it's healthy. It's healthy for wrestling. And the good thing, once again, about Triple H being in charge is that you can have these conversations in earnest now without going, oh yeah, Vince will ruin this. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's my take on it, uh, on Bray Wyatt and his situation. And our final question from YouTube today is from John John who says, uh, what do you think of WWE getting rid of gimmick pay-per-views slash premium live events? So I threw this one in here because I haven't really had the chance to talk about it since uh, the, the kind of end of day one and all of that stuff. Look, I'm entirely in favor of this. Um, I've been kind of a notable critic, I would say, of AEW's appro uh, WWE's sorry, approach to the gimmick pay-per-view. Something like Hell in a Cell, for example. I would much prefer that that arose as a product of real organic hatred, like... You have this incredible feud, it's going on, these, these people really love each other, and you book a hell in a cell match to settle it, because they have to, because this is the escalation, because you need this stipulation, it's the only thing that could justify how much these two parties just don't like each other and want to tear each other apart. Not because it's an obligation on a calendar. That makes things feel artificial to me and unorganic. When you get to October or whatever, uh, it's obviously not in October, and go, oh yeah, we need to hell in a cell now because it's in four weeks, so you guys have to have a match. To me, it feels realer. Uh, it feels better across the board. It leads to better storytelling. So I'm in total favor of this. I'm not saying you should do away with like Royal Rumble and Survivor Series and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, those are classic pay-per-views at those time of year. But yeah, uh, totally in favor of this. 
Bring back some some old brands. Why not? Why not? I mean, I'm a nerd. Give me uh, uh, whatever Armageddon or Fully Loaded or I don't know. Um, there's all kinds of concepts you could play with. Uh, maybe King of the Ring. That'd be cool, actually. But yeah, I'm in favor of the pay-per-view reshuffle. And uh, you know, WWE's a good pay-per-view company. The, the shows are brisk. Um, typically, they the, you know the, even when weekly TV hasn't been as great, and it has been for the past few months. Don't get me wrong. But during the latter stages of the Vince era, when TV was you know. Up and down, it's fair to say, and the pay-per-views were usually pretty cool. So, you know, it's it's not a major complaint of mine, but it is one I've had for a while, and I'm looking forward to seeing it being addressed. But anyway, thank you for joining me on this solo video. I got no got no mates today. It's really really quite sad at work and in real life. But hey, it's been a good time across the board. You can follow me, well, you can follow us, first of all, on Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow me, at Andy H. Murray. Twitter questions tomorrow. Don't worry, I'll put a bread up. It'll be a good time. We'll have a party. Everyone, everyone love everyone. Be nice. Don't be weird. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Andy H. Murray. Have I already said that? I think I'm going crazy talking to myself here. Uh, the H today stands for, hey, it's presenter roulette this week, isn't it? We got a pamphlet yesterday. Maybe we'll have Sidgwick tomorrow. Maybe Phil. Maybe the eel, maybe the, the fiend, uh, Bobby Fish. Who knows who's going to show up in this studio while Wilborn is on holiday. But uh, it's been a good time. Bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay-clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boy's easy opening, smooth pouring container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big